BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. And this week, I got to go down the journey of the official Bachelor Nation podcast. Yes, Bachelor Happy Hour, clickbait, and talking it out had a junket with Warner Brothers and The Bachelor where it was a virtual junket. We were in different Zoom rooms and they took us in and out the same way they do with Paradise and with The Bachelor lead sometimes if the hosts are also on the junket. So I had different amounts of time with each podcast, which you'll be able to probably gather when you listen. But I did catch up with each group and tried to get as much as I could from each person in a short period of time. Um, we're going to start off with Becca Kufrin, who you, of course, know as our season 14 Bachelorette. Becca obviously just got engaged to Thomas from Bachelor in Paradise season seven. In case you missed it, Becca was the one to propose to Thomas. And she gave me a little bit of wedding details. We spoke a lot about what she's learned from her previous relationships. I had to ask her what she would tell the Becca going into Ari season, knowing what she knows now. I think I think she liked that question um, and a little bit about what's to come on her podcast and the new season of The Bachelorette. Next, I spoke with Mike and Brian from Talking It Out. Obviously, Brian Abasolo won Rachel Lindsay's season of The Bachelorette. They are still going strong. Their third wedding anniversary will be this August. And Mike was on... Um, Hannah Brown season and of course Bachelor in Paradise and I spoke to them about their show and you know Brian is still pulling for Mike to be the bachelor you might have seen a photo of Mike with a brunette woman at a baseball game recently of course I brought that up um and what they're hoping for Gabby and Rachel's season which is not what I was expecting their answer to be um and finally I caught up with the clickbait crew which is obviously grocery store Joe Tia and Natasha. Um, we spoke about how they navigate doing clickbait and also, you know, being in clickbait headlines themselves. I think Joe might have given me some clickbait if you listened through about him and Serena's wedding um, and a little bit of wedding updates from Tia. Um, they're a fun group, but hard to get hard to get answers out of them because they kind of just talk to each other throughout. I asked each person a few real or fiction, fake or rumor kind of questions that we wrote beforehand that you'll hear sprinkled throughout that I kind of asked at the end when I would get my one minute warning. I would just throw out some is this true or false about what it's like to film The Bachelor, Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. So it's a little bit chaotic, but I think it'll be fun for you to hear the behind the scenes also of me going in and out of these rooms. And this was The Bachelor Nation Junket. Becca, first of all, Hello. congratulations. There's a lot to congratulate you on, but we'll start with Thank the podcast, you. of course. Um, Thank you. You've been doing happy hour for a while now. What is, has been the biggest learning lesson for you as a podcast host? 
The biggest learning lesson for me personally is just to see all sides of a conversation. I typically am one who, I mean, it's probably not a surprise to anyone. I love to talk and listen to my voice for far too long. So it's been fun and definitely a lesson for me to be more direct, take a step back and just listen to the other person, listen to other points of view. And that's been something that has been really fun for the past two years. We've encountered so many different people and conversations that I never, ever expected to have. And so I, I just go into each interview, keeping an open mind, ready to ask the questions and also just kind of veering towards whatever the conversation, whatever way the conversation goes. What is a goal for you, either personally or you and Michelle, that you would like to accomplish on the podcast, a dream guest, or just anything on those lines? Well, so Michelle and I are definitely still finding our rhythm together. She is still pretty new on happy hour, but so far it's been so much fun. I would just love to see her get more comfortable and dive right in and just feel like she can take the reins, you know, whenever I'm gone. And that's something that my, my past co-host Rachel taught me is, you know, like I will prep you enough to get to where you need to be. And so I hope I could be that for Michelle one day, but it's just been so much fun with her. I truly, I mean, we've never recapped a season together yet. So this upcoming season of the bachelorette will be the first that we've done together. And so that'll be fun because we're coming, you know, from a podcast standpoint, and we're the ones who are going to be interviewing all of the guests, but we also lived through it. And we have firsthand experience of what it feels like to be a contestant and to be a lead and to really be able to feel like we can, we were in everybody's shoes and to give some insight from that standpoint, which anyone else hosting a podcast hasn't necessarily been able to do. And so it'll be fun and new and exciting for us to finally get into the new season together. Do you have any predictions for Gabby and Rachel's journey based on, we've seen some of the guys, maybe you've heard something. Do you have any predictions on what we're going to (laughs) say? I, this is going to sound terrible, but I truly have not looked into anything for the season yet. I haven't even read cast bios. I know nothing. I'm going in completely blind, which I actually am really looking forward to because usually I know some tidbits are behind the scenes, but I have no idea what to expect. All I can hope for is that both women found partners. Both women are in a happy, healthy, loving, committed relationship. Um, You know, whether they're engaged or not, I truly have no idea, but I just hope for the best outcome for both of them. And that's to find love. And what the show is created for is to find a partnership. And so I hope that they both have that. And it seems, which has been uh, what I have seen from those two is that they seem like they've built such a good friendship and solid foundation together as two women, which I think is very special. And so I hope that we see that solidarity between the two of them throughout the new season. Well, we know you're in love. You're engaged. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank Um, you. (laughs) And I saw it's been one year since you guys started dating on paradise or around one year. What has been the biggest thing that you've learned about Thomas in the past year and what makes this relationship different? Oh my gosh. I keep learning stuff about him. It's, it's, I mean, like any relationship, I would hope to learn something new about my partner and just keep falling more and more in love. But Thomas always keeps me on my toes. He is truly the most adventurous 
fun, easygoing man. But what I think makes this relationship different with him is that he's really the one person who our values and our morals align. And so we've, you know, yes, we're engaged and we've talked about what our marriage will look like and what a future with, with kids will look like and how we want our family dynamic to be. But he's the first guy who's really been on the same page with me of how we want to raise our kids what morals and values do we want to instill in them? And I feel like not only between the two of us, but with our families, it's that same way too, which is really special. And so we have such a great support system behind us, but yeah, he's the first guy that I'm like, we're on the same page. Like, of course, that's not to say we'll have different discussions of differences, but I mean, yeah, I just love him so much. He's the first guy too, that I'm like, I actually want to spend my entire life with you. I want to start planning the wedding. I want to do all of the things where in the past I'm like, I don't know if it's necessarily for me, but we'll see. I love that. You obviously had an unconventional, as we were calling it, proposal. You proposed. Mm -hmm. Are we going to see unconventional stuff at the wedding and perhaps maybe an unconventional ring when you, you know, I know he has probably something up his sleeve as he's teased. (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah, I'm not one to shy away from tradition and switch up the quote unquote norms in society, but we'll definitely probably have a little bit of a different wedding. We, we know we just want it to be fun because so many people will be coming in from out of state. So we probably will just have a ton of food trucks and a ton of games and make it a big party atmosphere. We won't have the traditional seated plated dinner with the speeches and you know all of that I don't know if I'll throw a bouquet we probably won't do a garter toss you know like we want to just switch it up and and do things that feel right and special for us but that will also be meaningful and just have the offer the best time for our guests as well okay um what would you tell the Becca going into Ari season of the bachelorette if you are bachelor if you could talk to her now <laughs> So many things. Where to begin? Oh my gosh. What would I tell Becca five years ago? I would say, um, you know, because going in, I had no idea what to expect. It was all so new to me, but just to ask potential partners, the right direct questions to know what is important for you going into any future relationship and really be vocal about that. And also like take your time and don't necessarily say yes to an engagement on TV if it doesn't feel 100% right. But, you know, overall looking back throughout the past five years since I went on The Bachelor, I really have no regrets. I mean, everything taught me a lesson, whether it was easy or not. And so, and it all led me to this point. And so I really wouldn't necessarily change anything along the way because I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have gone on to paradise. I wouldn't have met Thomas. And so- just to enjoy the ride. Yeah. Well, you also became the first lead post, you know, being the bachelorette to be on the beach. Has any lead come to you? You can say names or not names and ask, should I go be the next lead to do that on paradise? (laughs) No, they actually have not. And I'm not surprised. It was a very daunting thing. And even for me, it wasn't something that I was planning on doing. And I said no to it for so long. So if they were to come to me, I would definitely try to give advice and just to help them figure it out. But I feel like once people kind of get out of the lead role, they're a little bit over filming for a little bit. They want their own time and space, which I totally understand. And so everyone has different wants and goals in life. And at that point, it just worked out for me because I was single and I I did so want to find a partner. And so it worked out for me in the best way, but that's not everyone's case. And so, um, yeah. Okay. 
Well, I'll let you go, but we're playing real or rumor with everyone. And your one question is you've joked about your Neil Lane ring graveyard before. Is that true that they have to give the ring back? Where are your rings, Becca? Okay. Well, I didn't joke about my Neil Lane okay. graveyard, ring graveyard. The show has one from all of the uh, failed engagements, but I mean, on the first, after the first engagement, when Ari broke up with me, I gave it back to him right there on television. So right. I don't know what uh, the show got that one back. Yeah. And then mine from my season is somewhere <laughs> in the house. I haven't looked at it in over a year, but it's, I still have it. It's around. I don't know what to do with it. Probably sage it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah so. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Becca. And congratulations again on all your success and the engagement. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good to see you. How are you guys? Good. It's great to see you again. Great see to see you. you too. It's been a minute. It has been a while this time, but it's great to see you though, nonetheless. All right. Well, I'm excited to talk to you guys. And of course, I want to just start with, if there's anyone out there that doesn't listen to Talking It Out, maybe they listen to a different show or they haven't checked it out yet. What would be your pitch to get them to start, start listening to Talk It Out? What are they missing? thought-provoking conversations about life, love, relationships, and we throw in all your favorites from Bachelor Nation, and we do hot takes, we give our opinions, we keep it real, and uh, even if it ruffles a little feathers. Yeah. And I, I love that we ruffle feathers, and so I would say to anyone that's never listened to Talking It Out but uh, is interested uh, about it, knowing more about it, what are the things that go on in your daily life? Do you have relationship issues? Do you have relationship woes? Uh, are you scared of the stock market right now? Uh, are you having some mental health things going on? Are you always happy? Or sometimes do you feel like you're down? These are the things that we talk about, real life issues. And we have some of your favorite people from within Bachelor Nation and outside of Bachelor Nation talk about it. I think what you said there, Mike, is key. It's being relatable, right? I mean, these are everyday conversations, things that we see happening in the world that everybody can give an opinion on. And yeah, I think relatable is the word for sure. What would you say is the biggest thing you guys have learned since doing this show, either about each other or from a guest or in general? I would say, yeah, we don't we don't we don't know everything. We don't claim to know everything. We're just out here learning like everybody else. You know, every I think every guest brings something different to the table and just opens our eyes to new stories and and, and just upbringings and things like that. Because, I mean, we talk about everything, depression, sobriety, body dysmorphia, mental health, like Mike mentioned, and you know, we're not experts in any of those subjects whatsoever. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, it's just enlightening whenever we have a guest and we're able to, to pull that, that, you know, deep down personal story from them and, and learn from them. I, lo I love that response, Brian. I would say the most beautiful thing that I've learned is that every single human being that, you know, takes a breath of oxygen, has a heartbeat, has at some time faced adversity, uh, faced hardships. Uh, and we all have the exact same 24 hours and it's almost beautiful when you look at these people that we admire or look up to in some fashion or form, or even let's just say that they're not our favorite person. We can all learn something from each and every one of us, because at the end of the day, we all want to be connected. Um, Brian, I wanted to ask you, you and Rachel are coming up on three years married, if I did my math correct. Um, yes. Does it feel like it's been three years? Does it feel like the show was a million years ago? What is, how does that feel? I feel like it's been a long time, but then when we really think about it, time has flown by as well. Um, but I think we've just grown so much together. Obviously, we were engaged for a couple of years. Now we've been married for a couple of years. Uh, we have a new house. You know, we have our dogs, you know, kids are in, in, are in our future as well. So, you know, we just got a lot of great things going on. Our careers are flourishing. So um, 
I'm just, I'm just, I'm just in a good place. We're, we're both in a good place. Yeah. I mean, you both have like seven jobs and you mentioned like well, that's, her. And- that's her. I have you like two. two She's got like five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for you, what is the, the balance of, for you guys, your relationship, what have you learned of how to make sure that's a priority while still being able to accomplish so many things? And you mentioned wanting kids, like that's a lot going on. Yeah. I think you mentioned it right there. I mean, it's, it's making it a priority. You know, we can't lose sight of, you know, why we came together in the first place. And that was love. Right. So we plan dates. We, you know, even if it's just the most basic thing, just as far as we're spending quality time together, I think that's what matters. And, you know, our, uh, the pastor that actually performed at our wedding, um, we actually did premarital counseling with him. And he mentioned that, that it was so important for you to date your partner, always pursue your partner and, you know, set time aside to have those quality intimate moments with each other where, you know, you can grow as a couple. Mike, I saw a picture of you and some brunette at a baseball game. Are you still single? Yeah, I'm still single. That was a, that was a fan that asked to take a picture and she wanted, she specifically said, can we make my ex jealous? So you were just doing a service. Certainly did. I was just, I was just tr- trying to be a nice guy and the man of the people. I, I forgot that I was, you know, sometimes people want you to forgot that I, so people were going to send me that photo and ask me, is Mike dating this? this Completely. I, I saw it. I'm like, no, I'm just being nice. She wanted to do that. Well, has anything that you're looking for in a partner changed since bachelor nation met you a couple years ago, you've been doing this show. You've I'm sure grown a lot. What is something that's maybe changed that you are looking for in a partner down the line? Uh, I would say nothing's changed. I would say that I've dated. I've dated exclusively uh, a couple times, actually, since being on the show, uh, single as of right now. And I am, you know, focusing on being the best myself, best version of myself. If I'm looking for a king, I can't be a prince. I got to continue to grow. All right. Brian, do you guys ever play matchmaker for Mike? Oh, my God. Mike, how long? I mean, ever since the beginning, it was my goal on the bucket list to find this man, the perfect woman, because he's such a great guy has so much going for him. I mean, honestly, he should have been the bachelor if you really asked me, but um, I just think he deserves the world. And yeah, he's going to make a woman very, very happy one day for sure. You guys cover a lot of topics, but you do dabble in the bachelor world. Also, do you have a prediction for Gabby and Rachel's journey? What are you hoping to see? Did you check out those Instagram bio or the ABC bios we got going? I haven't checked out the bios yet, but I definitely know that we're going to have the hottest hot takes and the best interviews on talking it out. Uh, also know that I, I really would love to see a love triangle between like one of the contestants and then the two bachelorette leads. Yeah. I got to imagine. I mean, they're, they seem like they're best friends. They're obviously relying on each other and leaning on each other throughout this entire journey. But I got to figure there's going to be some one guy that's going to walk in, that's going to knock their socks off and they're just yeah. maybe going to veer both, both towards him. And, you know, like Mike said, maybe a love triangle, maybe they'll butt heads, but at the end of the day, I just hope that they're both happy and they both find love uh, on their journeys. Beautiful. You know, technically the second time we're seeing two female leads, I know it was different when they did it with, with Caitlin and Britt, but we've never seen two guys try to do this at the same time. Do you think that should happen? Could happen? Would happen? I think that, uh, you know, one of the beautiful things about our podcast, you said the word female, and I remember our audience chewed us out so hard. And so that's a beautiful thing about talking it out and our listeners that they really listen to us and, you know, they put us on a high pedestal. And so therefore we must do right by them, which is just, you didn't ask that question, but it stuck out when you said it because they come after us hard and we got to always continue to grow, which I love. Um, 
I don't know because historically the women have had the women when there's women that are leads, they've had a better success rate of, you know, staying in those relationships. I think if they chose two guys, they got to make sure that those guys are mature individuals. I mean, I would nominate Mike. I think he deserves his own season, but if it does come down to two, then he definitely needs to be one of them. Um, For the podcast, you guys have dream guests that are on the list that you would like to interview on your show. I've, I've, my, I've said Mike references Kanye a lot. Oh Mike God, Kanye a lot. So, so God, <laughs> that would be a one way to go. <laughs> yeah, Dave Chappelle, Kanye. Just, I mean, think about it. our podcast. Like we mentioned, is is thought provoking. We want the people out there to to really make them think and give their opinions and disagree and agree or whatever the case may be. And I mean, I think those types of polarizing figures are 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 going to be great for our show, and I, I, I welcome them. I want everyone from Lisa Vanderpump uh, to Joe Biden uh, to Kanye West. Uh, this is talking out. We are coming to take over uh, within Bachelor Nation and beyond. Um, this is a game that I'm playing with everyone, real or rumor. It's just a few quick Bachelor questions on whether it's real or a rumor, something we made up. Um, for, when you guys were on the show, was there really a drink limit? Real. Real. Per hour, not per like day. Okay. Not not <laughs> I think back a little a little before you, Mike. So there was no there was no rules there. No one ever eats dinner on one-on-one dates, but is it because you're not allowed or because you just don't want to look like gross eating on TV? That's not a real or rumor answer. Nobody, well, nobody, nobody wants to see you eat on national TV. That's the answer. Well, the question is you're not allowed to eat real or rumor. And I feel like there's more to it than that than allowed. Fair. The answer is rumor because we have Bachelor Nation royalty. My friend, John Paul Jones, definitely <laughs> ate during his one-on-one date. It is real food. I mean, you could definitely yeah, take some bites if you want. It's just not going to be on camera. Real or rumor, producers encourage you to word, use the word journey as much as possible. <laughs> rumor. 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 Um, is it true that producers stay in the fantasy suite? Rumor. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> Why, why would a producer be in the fantasy suite? That's like the inti- that's like the intimate time. That's like your alone time. Um, is it true that they limit how much luggage you can bring? Real. Say, that's real. I, I wanted to say rumor. I didn't bring a lot. Do you have any packing regrets on any season? Not packing regrets. No. I no brought, yes. I, I, yes. I brought everything yes. I needed. No. <laughs> you on had Bachelor success Paradise, also. <laughs> on Bachelor, yeah, he did have success. On Bachelor in Paradise, I would tell anyone that intends to go in the future, bring a little small fan. Okay. Packing regrets. I did not bring a small fire. Well, speaking of Bachelor in Paradise filming right now, did any potential contestants come to either of you for advice? And what are you hoping to see on that show? Uh, Yes, we had a few people come to us for advice on our podcast, talking it out. You know, we talk about those relationships, talk about uncomfortable positions and conversations. And so, and then a lot of guys, I know a lot of guys hit me up offline. Uh, I just told him, I said, treat women like you, you know, like your mother taught you, you know, be, a, be, be good, man. Don't and be just stupid. be, and just be real. Um, be honest, because as you saw last season, you know, people lying and, and, you know, making stuff up. I mean, obviously that, that could lead to a, a lot of uh, damage and heartache. And uh, I think there are certain people that did it right on the show where they were just open and honest, even if there was potential suitors, um, you know, going after them. Uh, I think they did it right. I, and I think at the end of the day, uh, the other person will respect you a lot more if you're real and honest the entire way through. Definitely. Awesome. I told a lot of people to be like, like Joe. 
Just beat Joe. Joe and Kenny. Joe and Kenny. Yeah, and look, yeah, they're Joe both they're both, both engaged. Okay. So I mean, more. Also, they're both more reason. guys. Shout out to the older gentleman. Well, I think I gotta go, so I'm gonna be you know escorted out of this room. But thank you guys so much, and congratulations on the success of the podcast. Appreciate oh, Sarah, it, Sarah. It's amazing so to see you again. I want to start by giving you guys a chance to talk about clickbait and if there's anyone who maybe doesn't listen to clickbait what would be your pitch to get them in to start listening to this podcast tia <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I, I would say if you want to uh if you want to laugh if you want to get caught up on what's going on in bachelor nation we really do try to get the most relevant article and get the most relevant guest um if we like to pull people that we're friends with and people that are brand new to the nation. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you want to stay up to date with what's going on with everybody past and present, check us out. Clickbait. What's up? Yeah, and also break it dating down, it. You don't have to. Yeah. yeah d- dating advice. If you have yeah. like we always talk about dating advice as well with the clickbait of the week and the conversations kind of, you know, you get my perspective as a single person, you get Tia's perspective as an engaged person and then Joe, who's also engaged, but he's a guy. So, uh, <laughs> so, you know. so disregard everything that he says. <laughs> yeah, actually, don't listen to what Joe says. No, no, no. But we, we, we need his opinion. You know, we want to hear his opinion because men are from Mars and women are from Venus. No. <laughs> so we um, we really the dating advice is really important. And I think we all everyone, especially after 2020, we can all hear what people have to say about that. So you guys do tackle headlines about sometimes people, you know, sometimes yourselves. Um, What would you say is how do you find that balance of, you know, giving a comment, but also knowing what it's like to have people be commenting about you? Yeah, I think the great thing is, is we have all been on this show at least twice. So we try not we try to give grace there in a sense where it's not like people who haven't been on the show they don't understand the dynamics of being on the show and so there is a little grace that we do give to people but also if i'm gonna say it on my podcast i say it to your face you know what i mean like i I, i'm not gonna just you know if i'm saying something hopefully it's my actual opinion and people don't have to agree with me right and if i say something that's super inaccurate i will be the first person to be like i was wrong sorry you know so i think joe and tia both are very open and honest people and yeah we talk about ourselves also we talk shit about ourselves too probably most of the time (laughs) yeah yeah no one's safe We do know Bachelor in Paradise is filming right now. Did any potential contestants, names or no names, up to you, um, come to you guys and ask for advice? Did you give them advice? What do you do when that happens? Nobody asked me for advice. (laughs) I'll tell you that. (laughs) Well, I'll say this. Uh, There are two people that I care dearly for that is there that I spoke to. Not going to say their names. Don't want to have any spoilers here. I want to know. I talk to them more so about like conditions, like make sure you bring a fan, make sure you, you know, make sure you're authentically yourself, certain things like that. Wear, break, don't bring any heels, girl, because you're not going to need them. You're on a beach, you know, like things Honestly, like practical. 
that yeah, practical, practical advice, advice. Is, is what I wish I would have had the, my first time around. Yeah. 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 We were all dying for fans because it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> so things like that. And the dating stuff, listen, you got to go down there and just every season seems different. Every depending on the group of people that's there. I can't help them with that. No, no one could help me with that either. Right. So mm-hmm. more practical advice, Joe. I would just, I think I gave a few people advice. Um, I don't want to say their names, but I, you know, it's just, if you fall for someone, go for them, you know, and don't really, don't hesitate because um, it goes by fast. It goes by very fast. It's been a full year since you guys were there on, on a season with a lot of great stuff that happened. And from my perspective, at least, Um, what do you have any looking back? Do you have any regrets or things you would do differently? Or do you feel like you can't live like that? And it happened how it happened. I personally don't have any regrets and I, I don't live like that um, regardless, but yeah, I mean, I'm very happy with the outcome and um, I'm in a really good place. So for me, yeah, no regrets. I mean, I maybe wouldn't have played topless volleyball. I don't know. But honestly, it is what it is. Once in a lifetime, why the hell not? So, no, I don't ever regret anything from the show. Like, in that moment in time, it's what I felt like was right. So, that's why I did it. Or said it. So, Natasha, how do you feel looking back at everything that happened to you in the past year? Um... I definitely don't regret my actions because in the moment they were very authentic looking back. Of course, it's like watching it back. I was like, girl, what, 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 you know, there were girl, what moments, but I learned so much uh, about myself, about other people, about guarding and protecting my energy and, um, and looking out for myself and things like that. So I don't regret anything. And the, proceed with caution that I have now in relationships. I didn't have it before. And I think that it's very necessary. So I learned a lot and yeah, no regrets, but I definitely watched it back and was like, girl, what, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, to go along with that, would you say dating post this stint on the show? Cause it was obviously a huge part of it. Was it, is it easier? Is it harder? Did it not affect it actually going out on dates or just your mentality? I have never approached dating after the show. I approached dating very differently than I did before. I was very serious about dating before the show and during the show. Now I am having so much fun. I am having fun. That's the, and, and I've never really got to be that way. So I am, and I, I'm loving it. <laughs> nice. Loving it. Yeah. I saw that you were asking um, fans to help you pick a wedding location. How is wedding planning going? Uh, we haven't had to do much so far, which is nice. I'm not really in the thick of it yet. I uh, still don't have a venue. Still don't have it like set in stone. But once I have that, then I'll have a date. And then I can choose vendors and then it'll really get rolling. So fingers crossed it all works out. Nice. Joe, any wedding planning update on your end? I've asked you a few times in the last year. Yeah, I feel like um, <laughs> you and I are always in a room with each other interviewing. All right. Um, I, uh, September next year. Really? That's where that's what we're planning September on. September twenty twenty. That's 20, a big development. Three. Is it? I feel okay. Nice, nice. Congratulations. October and November, so I'll be right after you. I'm hoping for late October, early November. Yeah. The Just best so is Serena's not- gonna Serena's gonna listen to this and be like, "Why do you keep saying September?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's near the end true? of the year." Is it clickbait, Joe. <laughs> it, it's near the end of the year. Um, so. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I, well, I'll wrap up, but I have a few random realer rumors for you guys to answer. Um, is mm. it true that on Paradise, your necklace is a microphone? True. Yes. True. Is it true that you can take your mic off in the ocean? True. true. Someone has to take it off of you, though. You can't just toss it. Yeah. They're expensive. It, you can't be throwing them around. Is it true that's the only place you can take it off? No. In the shower. <laughs> in the shower. Yeah, shower. Okay. Bathroom. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Pool. 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 Okay, mm -hmm. so why isn't everyone in the water all the time? <laughs> they don't let if us you in. Look back, <laughs> if you look back, there were a few conversations that were in the water. No. <laughs> um, Some people stayed like in the water. I'll say that. No, in the pool. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it true on The Bachelor that you have to have your first night dress approved? Yes. Is it true that they wet the driveway before every limo entrance? I, I don't know. I have no clue. I think they spray it down before every car. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I, I got out and my shoes were wet and I was like slipping in my shoes. <laughs> yeah, I okay. did not know that. Oh, good to know. I'm teaching you something. All right, well, yeah. thank you guys so much and congratulations <laughs> on the success of clickbait. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast, and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns. Mm -hmm.